Welcome to Coping with COVID-19, an editorially independent program from the editors of Modern Aesthetics Magazine and Practical Dermatology Magazine. Reports of adverse events among patients treated with dermal fillers have been reported post-COVID-19 vaccines. In this episode, aesthetic physicians discuss cases they've seen and their approaches to treating these complications. Panelists include Drs. Michael Gold, Doris Day, Mark Nestor, Joel Schlesinger, and Amy Taub. Hey, I wonder if I, if I can ask one question uh, to sure. people. Um, we are seeing quite a bit of unusual reactions to fillers. Um, and I've had more challenges in the last three months to people that, with people that have had swelling, especially under the eyes. Oh my God, it's like driving me nuts. People who had uh, fillers way before the pandemic and have come back with uh, repeated bouts of swelling, Tried the lisinopril, eh, not much of an improvement. Tried prednisone, modest improvement while they're on it, but bumps right back after they're off of it. Uh, so it's really becoming quite a bit. We've, we've dissolved more filler in the last uh, month than we've ever in my entire practice uh, up until now. So I just wonder if others are seeing this or if I'm and just so that Is it, is it a one or two fillers in particular or it doesn't matter which one? It's across the boards. All right. So I use Doris, only used... HA fillers. I use some, you know, some that are the Juvederm family, some, you know, mostly Juvederm and Restylane family. So I'm, okay. it's not one or the other. Doris, you seeing any of that? Knock on wood, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I just, I haven't seen it. I, I have noticed that my days are filled with fillers these days that people are back and they're, they're just trying to catch up with what they've lost. I only use, I, the only filler I use under the eyes is Restylane and I only use a cannula to deliver it. And I don't usually put in a lot at a time. I'm sure we all have some more technique. Um, but I, I also am, it's, it's not recent filler. I'm sure you're talking about either Joel, but I, I do space out fillers around vaccines. So if someone's getting the vaccine, I wait for two to three weeks after and I don't have them get the filler for at least two weeks before. I don't know that it really matters that much before, but I just have them wait around a vaccine, which gets really challenging around the flu season. But I've, I've done that for years and around dental work, um, but I haven't seen it. I'm hoping that stays too, so I keep knocking on wood. There you go. Amy, anything on your side? I've seen, I've seen a, two or three cases lately. I have this one woman who I did not put the filler in, but she had filler elsewhere and she had too much. She had nine syringes. Oh, um, wow. And then, and then oh, it kind Lord. of, yeah, I know. Like who puts in nine syringes at once? Around her eyes, you mean? Or just oh, in general? Her whole face. Oh, okay. So, you know, and then she blew up and she had had the vaccine three or four months ago. I really do think it was from the vaccine because she had that kind of diffuse swelling. Uh, it was hot and it hurts. Um, Unfortunately, she is, I did little Lisinopril um, and it seemed to help. I also put her on um, clarithromycin because in the beginning I wasn't really sure, I wasn't sure what was going on. So I put her on that for two weeks and while she was deciding whether or not she wanted to have it removed, then she went off of it and the next day her face swelled up again. So I was a little, you know, wondering what was going on. So I put her back on it, but she's unfortunately, this lady is very tearful and frightened. 
And even though I keep saying, let's just take it all out. She's only wants me to do a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And each time we do it, it's much better in the area that we did it. So I guess she wants to come back every week and for a right. while. Yeah. Are you, are you finding that I'm, I'm, I've had one case and I've done more hyaluronidase in her than I've normally done. I'm, yeah, I think I'm, what... I'm pretty sure I'm getting ready to buy a, one of those ultrasound things and learn how to use it um, because I'm tired of using up all my hyaluronidase from this. I think we'll, um, you know, they have, it's called the Clarius. Yeah, we have it. It's actually yeah. very good. Does it you help? like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's for dermatology. It's sixty five hundred dollars. It's it hooks up to an an iPad or your computer, etc. You've got Doppler associated with it, so you can actually see blood flow and blood vessels. You can do all. I use it for pre um, um, SRT uh, to measure the uh, skin cancer depths, which is actually reimbursable. Um, and you can use it to do all sorts of things from that perspective. I guess you could also map out their anatomy. Yes, you can. Like, especially if they had surgery or something like that, that would be cool. But from what I've heard, um, you know, mainly from colleagues on the internet, it seems like you can pinpoint the area really well. And so you don't need to use as much hyaluronidase because you can really get, rather than like flooding an area. I mean, you can usually feel it, but then that doesn't mean that you're getting right in it. So I think I'd like to, I'd like to, try that um i had another lady and also if you massage the area pretty heavily after if you really rub hard you can get it to spread around nicely yeah i, I had another that... lady who had also a ton of filler um somewhere else and a bunch of threads on top of that like tons of threads and she is the worst case i've ever seen i mean it took me she was willing to get it done you know anything it took me weeks upon weeks and she's still suffering a little bit but I used my old therapy ultrasound and I could actually see threads with it I saw the threads she they had the barbed threads or the smooth and twisted they were smooth mm. they were smooth um but anyway it's been that's been I mean I with her I, I think I used like eight vials of, you know, I've used so much Hylinex for her. Um, and, you know, I'm just thinking what, if this is going to start being like more of a thing, I don't even know that it's from the vaccine. I think just there's so many really bad injectors. I mean, people who just don't, they, they just don't care. They just want to make money and they just put more and more stuff in and then the, you get these dreadful outcomes where these women are just, I was texting with her for weeks. I felt so bad for her. She was actually a very nice person and she was completely freaking out. It was before her daughter's wedding. And I mean, it was, I felt really bad for her. So she's still dealing with some of the aftermath. She's got hyperpigmentation now from all the inflammation. And I mean, she's got, it looks like just, her face was all stretched out. She's, you know, she's got new folds. It's, it's really, really a nightmare case. Um, fortunately, it's, you know, it wasn't mine, but I, you know, I feel for these people. And now we're, we're partly on the vanguard of like helping to fix, you know, other people's 
mistakes. And, you know, some of these doctors on the internet, like say, you should never touch anybody because you'll be in that malpractice lawsuit. That is a horrible attitude. I think, you know, we're in the business of helping people. Right. So I wouldn't turn anybody away unless obviously if they were like, you know, a lot of red flags, then you might not want to get involved. But, you know, a lot of these people are just helpless and they don't know any better. It's really sad. Problem. We're, 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 this group is all a group of fixers, fixers. So that's something we've all gotten used to doing anyway.